Welcome to a new episode of You Did It, the podcast. My name is Alicia Rotaru, and I really hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. It is my pleasure to bring you interesting and educational guests that will help you along your parenting journey. And my guest this week has some pretty extraordinary talents that I found helpful along my parenting journey thus far. Her name is Colette Carlson. She is a singer, songwriter, mother, Reiki master, human design guide, and so much more. And I actually met with her a few months ago when she did my human design reading and my human design reading for my baby girl. And pairing those two has been mind-blowing. I have discovered so much about my kid that I kind of intuitively knew was already there, but just having like a little map and a guide plan of how to navigate her a little bit it has been so helpful to me. And obviously we're two different people and obviously I'm not using this as like a guidebook, but I say sit back, relax, have a drink if you need one and tune in as Colette goes a little bit deeper into my human design chart and we break it down. You did it. Hi. So good to see you. Um, you too. I was just like re oh my god, I'm such a creep, but I was just re-listening to everything and like I'm gonna cut something really funny because I need to post it today because it's so insane, like everything you were talking about on our first visit. <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Um, so here's the thing. I want I want you to like tell everyone that's listening to this episode a little bit about you. Like, who are you? Like, how did you get into this? Like, every, <laughs> everything you can before we tap in a little bit into like maybe part two of some more reading stuff. But I just want our listeners to kind of understand the whole thing about you. Call it okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How long have we got? <laughs> as long as you need. <laughs> um, I'll try and make it quick. But it's, I mean, it's, you know what, it's surprising because you wouldn't think this is where I would end up. So I actually, I came out to Los Angeles from a small island in the UK called Guernsey. Um, which an is island? Like an island, yeah. Okay, in okay. English Channel. It's nine miles by six miles, 60,000 people. Okay. And I had a dream, came to Los Angeles to go to music school. So cool. I was, yeah, I was out here singing. And then once I graduated, I was performing in like bars, clubs, hotels, like you name it, working with different producers, recording albums and um, like releasing music as an artist. So I have goosebumps. Anyway, that's so cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I met my husband and, um, in 2011 and he's a music producer and it kind of was funny because in the beginning he's like, Oh, I want to produce your music. And then we did work on some stuff together, but mostly it's like, well, now we've produced children instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Who knew that was where we were going to end up. Yeah. Um, but no, we started out working together and then that like, you know, turned into a relationship and I started working at a recording studio. So I was really like cool. in the front line of um, seeing the music industry in action. So every day I was around like the managers, the artists, the entourage, the labels, the whole like seeing the how shit the system... we don't see. Yeah. All the stuff exactly. that you don't see, which is interesting the to industry, me. The industry. Yeah. The business. 
And it was really interesting because it just gave me like such an insight into the world, but I didn't feel like I, I fit, you know, I was like, wait a minute, this is, this is not right. It doesn't feel right. It didn't feel aligned. So my whole dream was shattered. Like, you know, at the time was, it was right around my solar return and you know how the solar return, uh, not sorry, Saturn return. return. Yeah. Yeah. Brings everything up to light and is such a big transition, right? Yeah. Around our thirties. And it was just like, wait, what, what, what is happening? Like, this is what I've wanted to do my whole life. And now I'm right here and I'm seeing it. And I don't know that that is what I want anymore. Wow. So first of all, I found Reiki. Reiki was my in into this world of wellness and esoteric healing and um, self-development. Cool. So I started out doing Reiki 1 and Reiki 2, and then eventually I became Reiki master. And I got- bumps again. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really helpful for me, actually. I really like needed the Reiki at that time for myself because being in the industry for however many years, I'd face a certain amount of rejection and those feelings Mm -hmm. of just like not feeling good enough or having my art out there. And naturally, you know, when, when any form of criticism came my way, my heart would be broken because I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, I put my heart and soul into this. Mm -hmm. So I needed that healing for myself. Um, and then in becoming a Reiki master, I wanted to share that with other people in the industry and other people who had similar stories, you know, just everyday artists show up, they bear their soul, they put everything into what they do. And, yeah. you know, when it's not met in a positive light or if there's rejection or if someone else gets chosen just because they needed that other person, like their physicality or, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, it, it's just every... um every day there's ups and downs in the journey of being an artist. So for me, doing that Reiki um, master, I could help myself and I could help other people in the industry who felt in a similar way. So I started there. And then in 2013, which is 10 years ago now, which is so crazy. I know. (laughs) So crazy. Where did that time go? I know. I know. You're like, what happened? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so for Christmas, I got a set of singing bowls and, um, that was where I was able to blend this musicality and background that I had, um, you know, as a musician with this world of wellness that I was really involved in with the Reiki and the healing. And I joke that I went from writing songs about breaking up with boys to writing meditations about reconnecting with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then sending um, love to those boys that you broke up with. Like, oh yeah. Goodbye. Love yeah, and yeah. light. Love yeah, and light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sending love. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was um, my transition, like blending music, um, but you know, for mindfulness and wellness and healing. And then wow. along that way, I just wanted to know everything about this world of energy, this um, like what's beyond our senses. What's the stuff that we feel in this world around us, but we can't necessarily perceive with our eyes or right. ears and just like really fascinated with the unknown. So um, I studied biofeedback which is, I know that yeah, like <laughs> quantum healing yeah. on a cellular level. Yeah. Um, I started a blog on my wellness journey, my healing journey. And then I partnered with my best friend um, to create a company called Soul Shift, where we did these workshops that we would shift people into soul. And 
have those deepening questions and conversations and facilitate these amazing groups where I would do the sound healing. She's a life coach. She would guide people through these like question journeys. And in 2018, my sister gifted me a human design session. So that's where it suddenly Ooh. like all clicked and came together. I'd already been on this path for however many years. Yeah. And it made so much sense. And I really felt seen and like, oh yeah, this is me. This is so accurate. This is so specific. It, it like nailed it. It was like, wow. Yeah. And it's so comprehensive, you know. I feel so the same. Elements. Yeah. It, like it's creepy. <laughs> and and it wasn't until my daughter was born um, later that year and her personality started to emerge, like, you know, at a young age, you start seeing their characteristics. And I was like, whoa, she's so different to me. <laughs> I was like, who is this person? <laughs> she's so different in the best way. I mean, there's yeah. like, there's no good or bad. It's just, I needed to understand her. And that's when I really decided to dive into the system and understand it was really through just the desire to understand my daughter and really get to know what she needed from me as a parent, not what I needed as a kid that I was trying to give to her, but really like who she is and what these differences are um, and what, how I can best support her in that. So I did like study the system. Um, I went like, you know, did all these certifications and just became obsessed. Like oh my should God. see the amount of books I have. I believe <laughs> you. I'm kind of the same. I feel <laughs> like if we lived in a commune together or something, we would have like a library just dedicated to those kinds of books. <laughs> I have like exactly. so many books <laughs> like that in my house. And I do I read them all? Maybe not. But I like have them as like... Almost like when you watch like Harry Potter and they're like, oh, go to this book and get this page. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I feel you. That's amazing. You get what but you like, need at yes. the time you need it from whichever that you can dive into. So like, wait, what are you? Or can you tell us? Yeah, I'm a sacral generator. A sacral generator. And oh my, my profile line is three five. Which okay. makes so much sense when you think of, you know, the three line that has been... Well, the three um, is an experimenter. So okay. it's very much like trial and error and likes to try lots of different things, kind of like a buffet of life, right? <laughs> so dabbling awesome. music, dabbling Reiki, dabbling sound healing, dabbling biofeedback, dabbling human design, and then it wow. puts everything together. So it's like this big experiment of life, awesome. testing out all these different things and then merging and blending to create this unique perspective, which no one else has that same journey. No one's tried like the exact same combination. So it's um, this alchemist putting everything together. I love that. You're a little witch. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that. I mean, this is so beautiful. I have to ask though, like during this journey, what did your partner do? Was he just like, oh my God, Colette, like another thing? Or like, was he just like, oh, cool. Like do me or like, (laughs) like, what did he have to say about you being this way. <laughs> and like, I mean, he, he loves it. It's, okay. it he's very supportive. <laughs> so whatever I'm into, he's like, okay, I get it. Um, but what's interesting about him is he's not necessarily a seeker like I am, but when we have these conversations, it's like, he knows all the stuff. And I'm cool. like, how do you just know that? He's, he's like really tapped in, cool. even though he hasn't read a single book. So he's not like Isn't following the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but he, he, there's just like a wisdom within him where he's like, oh yeah, I know that. Don't I say that to you all the time? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I needed to read these like 10 books to get there myself, even though Yes, you did say that once. <laughs> How cute. I mean, it's funny. I like I haven't met your partner, but I feel like my husband has the same kind of vibe. Maybe you can enlighten us on it. LOL. But I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. And I don't know if he knows either. And that's OK. But I started opening up his little mind to like all my frou-frou awesome shit. I shouldn't call it frou-frou because like I think it's quite tangible in some respects. But like, you know. Years ago when I met Ryan, I was like, here's some sage. Like, let's use this. And he's like, what's this for? <laughs> and now he's like, let's sage this place. He's like, I'm calling in a, I'm calling in a cleaner. Like, I'm calling in a spiritual cleaner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, you're great. It's so, I feel like a lot of men might have this energy, but, like, haven't really, like you said, like, tapped into it or, like, have. I don't know. Do you, do you notice that in your work? Like, do you have a lot more women or like that f like female essence coming at you as opposed to like a man or like that male essence coming to do this work with you? Like, do you feel that? I kind do. Of I feel not that divide, the women are like, I don't know. I think the women are leading the way. Yeah. You know, and the men are coming. They are yeah. coming. And there, yeah. there are many men who are, you know, really awakened already. But yes. for the most part, the women are leading the way and the, the men are coming along with that. Cause like, I mean, I, I gave you Ryan's info. I'm like, do his chart. <laughs> I want to see what all this like spawns out to be. He, I think he knows, but I don't think he knows, but I'm curious. Like it could be off the record on this pod. We'll have to book in a session, but like, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm always, I'm always intrigued in that because like, you know, you go to like a sound bath or you go to like a big, like I just saw recently you did like, um, an actor's retreat you posted and then you have your like. 11 11 thing coming up which I wish I could go to maybe I will try I don't know if I can make it into town but like I'm just always intrigued by how many women there are compared to the men that are present and I'm like oh okay but maybe that's gonna change and shift and like yeah because it's so cool it's so neat it really is it really is I think that um you know it's it's a feminine energy yeah. of being receptive and yeah. opening up. And there's a vulnerability in that. Um, so I feel like the men who are pioneering in those spaces are, yeah. are really leading the way for other men to feel safe with you know, opening up and yeah. being vulnerable and, and actually reducing the ego. Yeah. You know, but aren't they always just, fun? Egos are the best. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so good. I mean, let me ask you something which might be a little odd, but I need to know, like, and tell me what you're comfortable with in responding to. But there is a lot of people that I've worked with throughout my life, like healers, seekers, Reiki masters, like people who have done quantum physics. Like I have this book called The Healing Hands. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's by this like NASA scientist chick who like taps into like it, I, I will send it to you. It's insane. Oh, my goodness. And it's like it's funny because throughout the years, like so I drank booze like not like every day but like oh my god sometimes you know and then I, it's funny because like this one healer I talked to years ago was like yeah like you need to start getting more clarity and like I remember I, this was like almost a decade ago and I did a cleanse after I turned 30 actually right after I met my partner and like I didn't 
drink or have sugar. I did like a crazy cleanse for like 30 days. And I am telling you, like the shit that I tapped into, it was almost creepy. Like, like, and this is what I mean about your lifestyle, like divulge what you want. But do you find that when you're like clear from like other external substances in general and you can tap in more, like are you feeling that flow a lot more, especially when you're doing your sound bath sessions and like Reiki on other people? Because it's always like energy transfusions, right? Like we're always like exchanging, but like, what's your vibe there? Because like, I that's just my interesting, experience. Like- <laughs> an interesting answer. And I hope I can articulate this in the way that, that I want to, sh- how, how I feel about it. You yeah, know? yeah. So I feel like when you are in alignment and in peace, right? With who you are and the actions that you take. Yeah. You are in the flow, right? So you're receiving that, that alignment, yeah. you're receiving that energy. So if let's say that someone is, um, has decided to stop drinking and that feels really in alignment with themselves. Like, I just don't want to drink anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to like, you know, so that in that flow, then the intuition comes on on board. But right. let's say they decide to stop drinking, but they're in that energy of like restriction and deprivation. Interesting. Yes. Right. Then yes. there's a blockage there because there's a constriction of yes. like, I'm denying myself this thing that I want. And that alignment and flow isn't really there. So here's how I feel about it, at least for Ooh, me. Yeah. It wouldn't be in alignment for myself to completely deny and restrict it because then yeah. there would be that constriction within yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. But it also, it wouldn't be in alignment for me to just go and like, you know, down two bottles of wine and get shit face and then go to yeah. a, a sound healing or, you know. And <laughs> you have a margarita in your water bottle, winkity wink. I'm kidding. You don't. But I, yeah, yeah, I feel all. that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if I have a drink or two drinks, you know, or if it's like a weekend, a birthday party celebration and I want to enjoy it, then that's in alignment for me. It's coming from a place of joy. It's coming from a right. place where... I feel I'm in, I'm being myself, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't feel that that necessarily takes away my intuition or um, blocks anything. Or dulls it or, yeah. Or dulls it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now I'm not getting a lot of sleep because I have a two-year-old, but that can interfere, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that yeah. can interfere just as much as a glass of alcohol. So I hope that yeah, answers yeah, the yeah. question. Yeah, it but does. It does. As long as you feel in alignment with the actions that you're taking and the choices um, from a conscious grounded place, you know, it's not yeah. just making excuses and justifying, oh yeah, but I feel good about that glass of wine. Yeah. So now I'm, you know, going to go and channel yeah. stuff. Kind of um, like my mug right now, like. <laughs> it's but tea. I would it's tea. never, <laughs> yeah. ever, ever drink before a session. I mean, that's just that? like ethics, you know, my, my practice. Um, and I've even, (laughs) I've, I've done, um, uh, one night actually, I don't know if I should share the story, but, um, (laughs) all right, guys, we're getting real here with Colette. No judgment, no judgment. (laughs) She's a real human. God damn it. On my end, but it was like one of the Grammy week parties and we were at a Grammy event and there was a, like a says, well-known musician who was having a panic attack. So in that moment, I gave them Reiki, but I had had like three cocktails, you know, but it was, I was getting into myself, grounding, humbling, and just connecting with the life force to help them through what they were going through in that moment. Um, But the next day, 
I felt awful. And it wasn't like a physical hangover. It was an energetic hangover because I didn't have the protection. I wasn't grounded in myself. Ooh, ooh, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so I would probably never do that again, but I think it called in that moment that how can I serve? How can I help? Like, you know, how can I be the best support? That was what they needed and it did help, but I wasn't balanced and grounded in myself in that moment. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Colette, were you that bitch that has like a fucking purse that has like shungite, amethyst, citrine, tiger's eye gemstones in it? I, I want to like see the scene. Colette's like, hold on. <laughs> Actually, if you looked at my studio, I'm just joking about it because I'm like, it's literally like all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. what do I have in here? What do I have in here? Got some of these bad boys. I got it all. <laughs> you know like, it. You'd be there right with me. Yeah. Like waving like, the sage wand. 100%. <laughs> I'd be like, where's the salt? Cast a circle. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Good for you. I understand though that like energetic, I call it like an energetic residue because it's not mine. And it's like, I always, you know, you have to like be competent to clear it. And like segueing into that idea, like, do you have... Do you have those experiences even virtually when you're doing perhaps like human design? Like, I, I, I kind of want to understand, like, if you set boundaries with it, because like it is virtual enough, you know, and also like, do you do like what, like, do you do a pre-meet kind of thing where you're like, hey, let's just get on a call first? Or are you just kind of open to receiving everyone's um everyone's chart and then meeting them on this session? Because I always wonder about that, too, you know, like if you ever cross paths with someone that you're just like, I, I don't really want to read you or like this sound, this might, it sounds weird saying it out loud, but like, do you ever have those experiences or are you just like, you know what, obviously this person is reaching out. Let me help them the best I can. It's really interesting because when I did Reiki, that was more physical, you know, like in person. Yeah. And people would ask me that all the time. But I think when you really are connecting with um, people's souls, you see the goodness in everyone. Yeah. You know, you really see the love and the light that is at at everyone's core. It doesn't matter maybe like the protection mechanisms they put up or their life experiences and the residue or the baggage that they carry. Because when you really meet with a, a person soul to soul, it's only goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's what I, I really love in my readings is that I, I do the human design readings from such an empowered place where, you know, in human design, there's no good or there's no bad, but I'm here to show you like you, you know, yeah. like, and, and there's always a spectrum where you can see the positive side of everything, yeah. you know? So, so I really just love to show people like all their gifts and all their attributes and, help them see themselves to love themselves. Yeah. Like, yes, this is who I am. It's really empowering. Oh my God. I'm getting so emo because I'm like, just so excited. Like I love all this shit. And like, when I met you, I was like, you're amazing. Like I need to meet you in person one day, but I just, I love, I love the way you just like said that out of your face. Like, it's so true. Like I when you have an open book for yourself and if you don't know how to like find that book coming and tackling a human design reading with someone like yourself I think is such a great way in although disclaimer it can be a lot to fucking take in like it could be a lot 
I think, for some people to handle. Like, I, even for me, like, I have to, like, put it down, digest, like, chapter one, and then, like, come back. I mean, do you have stories where you have had clients you've worked with and then they've hit you back, like, a few years after being like, holy shit, call it. Like, this just happened. Because it's not like you're doing, like, maybe let's help the audience out a little bit. But, like, can you ex- explain to us what human design is before I get all wacky into it? Because it's not like a tarot card reading. It's not like a futuristic, like, in three months, you will meet a black cat and win the lottery. <laughs> you know, it's not that shit. So let's let's just set the stage for people because the reason you're on the podcast with me primarily is because, A, you're amazing. But also, I'm trying to come at it from a parenting standpoint too. So can you explain what, in the shortest, most eloquent answer, what human design is? A hundred percent. In in, in its tagline, human design is like astrology on drugs. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of drugs? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, anyone care to answer? Yeah. (laughs) But but in in the like scientific form, it's a synthesis of four different ancient sciences. So it's astrology, the Kabbalah, the Chinese I Ching, and then the Hindu chakra system merged with two modern sciences, which is quantum physics and genetics. So what it does, these six modalities together, they create this blueprint, which is really what they say, how your DNA is coded. So it's the energetics within your mechanics of how you operate. So how you operate as an energetic being and everyone's wired differently. So we're not all designed to do the same thing, which is great because in a community, you need lots of different um, people, personalities to do like to cover all the bases, you know, to make things happen. Um, so in understanding that and understanding how to use our energy, we're able to conserve it in the best possible way. Right. So we don't have any drains or depleted energy going to the wrong places. Instead, we can fuel ourselves, use our energy correctly. It improves our health. It improves our mood. It improves our relationships. It even amplifies and um, makes our magnetic field even more like attractive to align us right yeah. with opportunities and relationships and um, situations and uh, it's like circumstances that are right for us. And um, so, for me, as like going back to human design, when I really like needed to know everything about it was to understand my child. So I love working with parents because it gives you such an amazing framework, Mm -hmm. not only for yourself as a parent, but to understand the individualities of whether it's just your child or your children. Mm -hmm. And each one of those will need something different depending on what their energetics are. So, um, yeah, it's literally like having an instruction manual yeah. for yourself or for your child. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you leave the hospital with a baby, you're like, no one t- tells me what do I do with this thing? No, no. Um, I mean, you can meet those people. Yeah. Like you kind of have those people sometimes they are like, do this, do that. Here's a feeding chart. But what I love about human design is like you can apply it to any part of your life. So yeah. you can apply it to your parenting you can apply it to your business, you can apply it to career, you can apply it to finances, to love. And you just see the different areas in your chart 
and how yeah. they communicate energetically and then how you can use that to your advantage mm. in those different circumstances in life. Oh my God, that's amazing. What's the youngest that you do readings for babies on? Like right away or do you wait? So I did a course on human design pregnancy. So I can do readings in utero. <laughs> what is that? Like, what is that all about? Like, how do you, I mean, like, don't you need the birth date? Like, that's what I mean. Like, because you need the time. Date. Oh, oh, what if you don't know? What if you were I like know, me and you're like, I got wasted for a week and then all of a sudden I didn't feel good a few weeks later and then I was like pregnant. <laughs> Oh, exactly. So you you yeah. kind of need to know the conception if, if you can, or at least like near enough. Yeah. Um, but no, oh, wow. I, I love doing that course and it, it kind of got quite sci-fi like about how yeah. babies are built, like built in yes. human design. Yes. And um, they refer to the baby or the fetus as the vehicle and then how the energetics are like being constructed whilst yeah. you're pregnant. So I did that in between my two children. So when I was pregnant with my second, I was applying the information from the human design pregnancy. And it's so crazy because the way that I felt in my second pregnancy was totally different to my first. And it's the personality, it's the energetics already of your child that begins impacting or influencing your own energetic field. Interesting. So I, yeah. I'd love to know, how did you feel when you were pregnant, like different to how you feel like in a, on a regular basis, like personality wise, like energy yeah. wise? Um, when you were I, pregnant? Felt, I felt super fine. Like I was energetic. I was working out. I was literally working up until I pretty much popped her out and then worked right after she popped out. Like I, I didn't have like a down dumpy day, I would say throughout my entire pregnancy. Like I was the only mind fuck that I had was that I couldn't do those physical things. I've talked about this so many times, which I like, I like consider a part of me. Like I couldn't like really, you know, rock climb or ride a horse or do a stunt on set. Right. But otherwise I felt good. And, um, and then now knowing her personality, is she also energetic and yeah. upbeat and positive? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's so interesting. And I haven't read her chart yet. Like, I know you've sent me a little, I haven't tapped into it yet. Cause I like, haven't had the brain, the bandwidth and like the brain space to hold that space for her. Um, cause I was just going off of like our first initial talk a couple weeks ago and like trying to work on all that, like holding space for her and like her energy. But it's so funny because like, yeah, she's like, like, you know, those little books when we were little and there was like kind of like the blue circle dots. It's like Mr. Happy, like Mrs. Happy. What are they called? I'm such an idiot, but it was but like, like Mr. Miss the Men. Yeah. And they were like Mr. Sad and they're just like red blobs with like arms and legs. But they had like she's always like little Miss Happy. You know, I she's always like, dee, 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 like everything, you know. But obviously now you, she's 2.3 and she's a little bit grumpy and having transitional moments happen. Totally get it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> like everything is a little baby meltdown, but it's like, I'm like, you're okay, dude. And then she goes and plays Aww. with her frozen doll. So when you were yeah. pregnant, you felt her energy and you had that happiness and that lightness. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But like, you know what's creepy? She didn't move around a lot. 
Like she wasn't one of those babies that was like, like, I don't know, maybe someone else will be like, you're weird. But like the she was just in there and like she didn't really like shuffle around too much or kick too much. And if she did, it's like she did it on the times when she knew I wasn't busy. Uh, it's like she knew <laughs> yeah it's like she well because I was always working like if I was shooting a movie she was like awesome she was like all right I'm gonna chill and then like when we would rap she was like okay like I'm gonna move around now do you know what I'm trying to say like it's like she kind of figured it I out that. but I love like you could use your energy you could use your energy when you needed it and then when you were like she was like okay now I can use my energy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of yeah That's so cute it's yeah. fascinating. It Hopefully really you is. meet her one day and you'll know what I mean. Yes. Like she's very like, yes. yes. Like, Aww. oh, that's so neat. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. So like, just if you want to share, but like when you had your second compared to your first, like what did you notice now that you had this kind of like information downloaded into your system from the classes and the courses? Like, okay, were you, so- do you think it like mentally you were like, okay, I've got this. Like I'm tapped in now. In some ways, um, what one thing that was like really, really interesting is that my daughter, her cognition, I don't know if we went into cognition in um, our session, but we will definitely cover that. And it's in the PDF. But okay. Her, so, so the super sense it, for my daughter is smell. So when I was pregnant with her, I couldn't smell anything. Like Ooh. if my husband had deodorant on, it was like physically made yeah. me sick. Or oh. if I went into like a store where they'd be spraying like perfumes and stuff. Like like, a good old Abercrombie. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I would not. (laughs) Sorry guys. I could not be in that. You worked there. I know Ryan used to manage one. So it was, it was like my scent was so sensitive. And then when she was born and her super sense is smell, it was Mm. like, I was impacted by that during the pregnancy. So then when my, son, when I was pregnant with him, his cognition, his super sense is touch. And oh. I did not want anyone touching me. If my husband like dared to put his arm around me or like, I was like, get off me, get off me. Oh my God. It was just too much, you know, like everything yeah. was heightened and everything was sensitive. And I just did not want to be touched. I just wanted to be like left alone. Oh, wow. Um, and now what's so cool about it is she'll like, she's five, my daughter, Misty, and she'll be someone she's like, Oh, this smells like when we were in Sweden and we were in this place and there was that lemon soap. And I'm like, Whoa, she just like tapped into like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. She she definitely navigates the world through her nose and her scent. And then my son, he's, I mean, he's two and a half, but he is the most affectionate, tactile, like cuddly. He'll just come up. If I'm like, you know, kneeling down on the ground, picking up things. He'll just come up behind me and give me like the biggest bear hug and just want to like, just touch me all the time and be with me. So like they really communicate in the world through their senses, which, you know, with their cognition and human science. Yeah. Oh my God. That is so dope. And like, did you get all creepy with your husband? Like when you met him, you didn't do human design yet from like the nice. lineage of your story, but did you like creep him after? You were like, <laughs> all the things, definitely. I've done him, like all his friends. Now he brings me, He like he has sessions with artists that, you know, you hear on the radio and he's like, my wife's got to come in here and read your human design. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, yeah. Oh, they're all That's four, awesome. You know? That's so good. Exactly. Oh. So, so I, 
I went from then with human design, um, also did like a breathwork certification. So now I like, you know, he brings me into these sessions and then they're all set for their like day of creativity and, and that's dope. These, these masterpieces. Yeah. You should come it's over to my cool. house and just hang out in the the foyer in front of my studio. But I also need to pump oxygen into this place that I learned actually. So that's my next thing to keep me well, bright. Isn't that crazy? Mountains, when you think, right? Yeah. The yeah. fresh air and oxygen. So yeah. Oh my God. Because I know we talked about that being your hot environment. Yeah. And that's one of the things I re-listened to today. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a dork, but it's so true. I'm like, how do I get on a mountain? And you oh know what was God. interesting when I saw, is it Ryan's profile? Yeah. Yeah. He has mountains too. Shut up. Shut up. That's like crazy. What is Nova? Does he feel the same? Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So like we were just back in L.A., I told you that's when we met the first time we were just there because I had some work and we used to live in Las Vilas right at the base of the mountain. And every day we would walk up the mountain and just be like, this is great. This is where we feel charged. This is our place. Like and is like super dorky as it sounds like Las Vilas is like the happy, you know, like it's like the happy place. And we always felt amazing there. And we're always like, how do we come back here and like buy that one of the house of like house of our dreams here? You know what I mean? But it's so funny because ever since we moved out here to the desert, we're in a we're in like the bowl of the valley. And I think Nova's was the valley. I think yes. hers said valley or something. So I was like, hmm, fascinating. But I wow. yeah, it's so weird. And just when you think of a valley physically, it has, you know, like two elevated ranges. sides. Yeah. yeah. And the valley. Yeah. And so that's you two. And she's yeah. there like as this um like transition place in the middle. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? I know. I, I like, like I just love that shit. <laughs> but like, it's so funny because I'm just thinking of you and like what you do. And like, do you ever come across people that I have, you know, like are wanting to do it and then like get major resistances during a reading with you where they're like, okay, I need to stop or like, this is too much or like, this doesn't resonate. Cause like, you know, like I said, I've been doing this shit for years. So I'm very like, tell me everything. You're like, let's try this. I'm just curious, like, are, have, have the people come across your ether that are just like, yeah, I'll try it. And then they're just like, they shut down because it's almost too real. No, I I feel like most people who have come across me, they're ready. They're for, ready. Okay. Yeah. Right. They're, they're looking for something and yeah. they're, they're coming for it. Um, you know, I would never... <laughs> project a reading on anyone totally. so if I would if someone's not open for it <laughs> I'd be like you have to see Colette right now <laughs> I like have this one friend people. and and she's she's a um like a parent friend and I'm yeah. so curious so curious about her design because now I meet anyone and I'm like trying to you know read them <laughs> in my head so curious and I've asked her so many times like because she was, she wanted to know her daughter's design. So I was like, yeah, right. send me your info too. And I'll look up yours. And she, <laughs> she did like, not send yeah. me her info. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, what? I'm not going to push it, but I really want to know. Okay. Parent <laughs> friend, if you're listening to this episode, please send call out your info with love, Alicia. I would love to know because there's certain profiles yeah. that you don't come across very often. There's, Ooh. you know, some, some that are more rare. And I feel like just in my 
like reading of her that yeah. maybe she's one of those more rare ones. And I always get really fascinated and curious about people because I want to observe them and how yeah. that is um, expressed for them yeah. in their life. So yeah, I'd love to know, but it's oh okay. My God. She's not ready. So yeah, no, whenever and, that happens. That and you'll happen. be there. Yeah. And you're there. I'm sure by now you realize how healing and powerful music can be. And with a little toddler running around, I wanted her to enjoy sounds and also enjoy creating them. But I didn't want it to be super annoying and adding more stress to the household. So I found Balmy Drums. They make beautiful meditative steel tongue drums and they come in three different sizes that are perfect to help relieve stress and fill the home with beautiful tones. So you can use them or your kid can use them. And no matter how loud or where they're banging on it, the sounds that happen are beautiful. And what's also beautiful is you can use my code YOUDIDIT at checkout for 15% off at balmyworld.com and select the drum of your dreams. And now back to our show. Um. So like, what should we do now? Do you want to like dive into a little bit of my shit so like people can kind of get it get a little vibe of what this kind of looks like but also I don't know yeah what do you want to know I mean let's start with what you remember from our session that we did together so we what were the standout things god we just like we jumped everywhere possible like we went into the mountains the active that makes sense we did the environment style observed total makes sense personality you kind of like really tapped into like everything like hot and heavy I think the only things we didn't really get into was like kind of the bottom stuff like the trajectory view view perspective like all those kinds of things at the bottom and sense I don't think we got into sense we we got into motivation I know we talked about that there's so much to talk about there's so much like holy shit we could be studying this for hours and hours but I love um seeing the things like, cause as I do my readings, I like, you know, if it's the first reading, there's certain things that I'm going to cover, but if something yeah. just comes through intuitively and that stands out to me or something that I find interesting, and I just am excited to share that with the person, then I just call these things forward. And then as we go deeper and deeper into the chart, you know, we go through all these numbers mean and the planets and we yeah. cover more depth, but it's always a, um, like a co-creation I'd say with, with you and, and what, you want to know with what your chart says, but then also what just comes through naturally and intuitively. Yeah. Uh, so I just, yeah, I guide my readings like that. I know we, we kind of spoke about the, um, the centers and oh, yeah. what these different shapes are yes. and what they mean when yes. they're shaded in and what they mean when they're white. How um, my emotional center is empty, but it doesn't really mean I'm devoid of emotion. <laughs> you so funny. <laughs> Feel the emotions from the world around you. Yeah. And that makes someone very empathetic and sensitive to others. LOL. Um, yeah. Did you hear exactly. that, guys? From Colette's own mouth. I am empathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, is interesting because um, like with human design, as, as I'm just interpreting a map, right? So I'm showing someone and most of the time I've never met the person. I don't know what's going on in their life. I'm just seeing what I see. And then it's really interesting to, to sort of witness how the 
person receives that and what it means to them or like how they take that on board about themselves, you know, and and the connotations that sometimes that can imply. Because really, like I said, there's no good or bad in human design. It's just, this is what the energetic circuitry is in your system. This is how you're wired. And how can we use all these points to like really help you thrive in all areas in life? Um, Oh my God, tropical. What's tropical? System tropical. tropical. Does that mean I need to live in Hawaii? <laughs> or wish, like right? in like Bali? Like <laughs> what no, this I? is the system of astrology that it uses. So it's okay, you know, okay. dependent on the time zones and locations oh, and stuff. There's, okay. there's various different systems you can use, but meaning the I was part, born in a tropical system because it was in Vancouver. Um possibly. Uh I think it relates to the the different um styles of astrology that there are. So oh, the foundational okay. for human design is the, is the tropical style. Okay. Uh, Don't know what then, that is yet, but I'll look it up after. Yeah. That's so insane. did okay. we talk about your incarnation cross? Because I feel like that's always an interesting one to cover. No, we talked about the design date when you're like, you're being downloaded on into yes. the womb. And I was like, cool. But we didn't, t- I don't think we talked about LAX defiance. All I see is like LAX, like, yeah, the airport. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so the left angle cross of defiance too. Um, and where this incarnation cross comes from is these four, like the, the, the two numbers here on this side and then the two numbers here on this side. And where they meet in the middle, it sort of sets our life theme. So what we're here to explore um, through all the different stages of our life. And what the left angle cross of defiance is here to do is um, revolutionize and actually like break the mold, break the rules and stand up for justice and and a new way of doing things. Oh, that's a lot to take on. How does that? Yeah. How how do you feel about that? I feel like I need to order that (laughs) SUV from Tesla. (laughs) Hey guys. Yeah. Put that on. What the heck? That makes me feel like Mad Max, but like also that's a, that's pretty heavy. Okay. That can can also be quite rebellious, you know, like you're defying against the rules and the systems and the norms to like make a new, a new way of doing things. Like, Hey, I'm not going to do it that way. It's defiant, right? I'm not going to do it the old conventional traditional way that everyone has done it for years because I don't think that's right. And I right. think this is the new paradigm. This is the new way to do things. And so I'm going to march to my own beat and put this in practice. So that could be like oh shit, a new way of parenting, let's say, right? So I'm, I'm going to be defiant and break the norm of the traditional way I may have been parented. Right. And um, I'm going to bring in this new paradigm of parenting um, and revolutionize, you know, whether it's family patterns or family dynamics. And- oh my God. Colette, you just tapped into something so fucked up. Okay, so like I was just talking to my sister about this generational shit of like, uh, you know, like past life stuff. And then like the generation. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about here where it's like what you just said, like down the lineage, how you're like, okay, we're going to stop this flow of like parenting like you just said or whatever. I was talking about this with my sister and like someone else in my family, how I'm like, I feel like. We, like my cousins and I, my sister and I, are in our family, like this generational, like, like divergent. 
where it's like we're going to stop all this bullshit that we've been exposed to prior and like tread our own path. But that's like how I felt about it. That is so weird. And then also like funny you were just saying that. When when you, I mean, I love that that (laughs) connects because, you know, it's like when you get those pings, um, but you, you can really apply it to anything because you're not here just to follow along. Right. And when you think of defiant energy, that can be channeled like in a not so positive way of like, oh, I'm just not going to do what I'm told. Right. Because I want to go against. Yeah. Because you're stubborn bitch is what everyone says. Or you're difficult or whatever is the word I hear a lot. So so it can be expressed like that, but it also can have purpose and it can have meaning. Right. Where it's like, Mm. no, I don't want to just go along with the way that you're telling me to do it because I don't think that's the right way. Right. And I want to make an improved way. I want to make an improved system. I want to um, bring healing or I want to like bring light to the situation. So defiance can be channeled in a positive way. You know, being difficult can actually be like, yeah, because you're not just standing for the shit that other people will take. You're actually calling people out on make, on improving matters and making it better for others. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love how you just spin that in the most like cutie, positive way, you guys. So this is the thing, right? (laughs) Being difficult (laughs) comes with a connotation of what it means to be difficult, but it takes a difficult person. It takes someone to stand there and be willing to be that for others Mm. to say, no, this is not okay. I'm not going to accept that. And we need to make it better. And that's Mm. how the left angle cross of defiance can really revolutionize okay, and make changes and, and make waves. In my so. Tesla SUV, that'll just run <laughs> over everything. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Come to me now. Oh my God. That's so funny. So that's so fascinating. And like, so what does the LAX mean? Is that just like, the, does everyone have LAX there? Is that just the term of it, for example? So if it's the left angle cross. Um, right. Oh, left it, angle cross. And okay. then there's the right angle cross. Oh, and okay. that really just depends on, um, and I'll need to double check my textbooks, but either the from left angle cross. From your massive library. From my massive library. <laughs> yeah. Can you do a video either, of you finding it though? <laughs> Sorry. I just like have oh, this vision of you and your massive library. Do you have stairs it, going up to your the library? computer yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you have a little ladder that rolls? My oh, record yeah. keeping yes. books of wisdom here. <laughs> But it's Sorry. it's really coming to if um if it's for the community or if it's for the individual. Oh, so cool, cool. I I think I remember that the left angle cross is for the community. But if I have that wrong, mm-hmm. then if there's anyone human design yeah. out there, yeah, let me listening. know. Yeah, I will um check we'll, amend, my we'll amend it. We'll amend it. But we won't. Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. And like, what are those little numbers at the bottom? Like 1,020 awakening, 1034 exploration. Like, what's all that shit? So these are your channels. And the channels are where you see these numbers, like, um, which one do you say? The 1020 here. So you have the 10 and the 20. When you have these colored lines, the red and the black lines, that connect together. Yeah. That forms a channel. It means that energy is communicating from this center to this center. Oh. And um you have the 1034 here. So you have this channel of exploration. Um and that's what lights them up, right? So you're oh, a sacral cute. manifesting generator. So the, this is almost like the 
director or the um, GP, no, wait, I was saying GPS, but like this is, this is where everything starts in your SQL. Okay. So when you okay. get that ping and you respond and you're like, this feels good, then the energy like surges up through the channels and um, connects to the G center and lights this one up and then to the throat Kind of like that's what up. you said initially was like, I'm, could that, could, could that correlate to what, me being like impulsive? Like if I'm making a decision, I'm just like, yeah. Or let's do this or like rather than like planning it through like one of my friends is like a a planner and she's very like pragmatic at it and so good at it. And it's not my realm like I can't I don't it's not that I can't function that way. It's just not my like way in. But I can like adapt. I can adapt to it. The sacral is um, the most instantaneous uh, communication center. So, you know, right in the moment it's like. Yes, this feels good. I want to do it. Or no, it doesn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, so yes, that can be very spontaneous, very impulsive, and just it everything happens in the now. When you think of the sacral center, if mm-hmm. like if you were in the jungle and the lion is chasing you, you're not gonna start thinking in your head of like, oh, uh, which is the most practical way to go? Should I go up the tree or should I go behind this rock? Your sacral is literally just gonna be like, move. Like fight or flight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So so it's sorry, just, did I just blow very... your ear? <laughs> I was like <laughs> yelling into your <laughs> yelling into your headset. I'm so excited. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, that's gonna be really, really quick. And also I'm a sacral generator. So I know that like impulse. If I'm if I want something, it's like now, in this minute. Like, yeah. We we will decide. My husband's also a sacral. He's a sacral manager. And, and if we decide that we're gonna like rearrange our living room you'll do it then like one second later we're moving couches and tables okay I'm like that too it drives my it drives Ryan fucking crazy like Ryan's like okay and I'm like dude it's fine like it'll be okay I can do that and eat my food at the same time and send an email I'll be okay but he's like what the fuck um so just a quick brain fart over so like without showing Nova's chart because you know Like, what's your parenting advice to me and Nova right now? You know what I mean? Like, if you had her chart pulled up from before. Good question. You know? Um, So I will stop sharing my screen so I can just have a look at her chart too. Okay, everybody, you just literally got to know everything about me if you know how to read human design. (laughs) But anyway. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) Um. What I remember that um, as I'm pulling it up is that Nova has her son in the gate 31 and gate 31 is the gate of influence. So she has a very influential energetic field and whether she'll influence her peers or her community or even just in the family, (laughs) you know, she holds a lot of influence and, and, it's really important to nurture that, you know, because oftentimes parents and, well, I say like old parenting styles might um, shut that down in children, Got you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and sort of be intimidated by their power. Um, but I think now new modern parenting styles um, are very supportive. And so like giving her opportunities and outlets to be the leader almost, right? To nurture her leadership. Um, so that then when she is with her peers and, you know, as she grows older, 
um, she can harness that influence in a positive way and influence people. Are you telling um, me to have another kid right now so she can lead that other kid? Oh, she'll be the best big sister. <laughs> that is like... If Ryan was in here, he'd be like, shutting this down, shutting this down. <laughs> <laughs> no more kids. It was like, we're shutting it down. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cute. Okay, go Novi. Yeah, so give her opportunity to to lead, whether it's like, oh, today you get to choose what we're going to do this morning. Oh. And she can have the influence over the family and like have some power in that, right? Right, Because oftentimes as kids, we're just told what we're doing. And when you have these energetics that, um, you know, aren't necessarily always here to follow, they're here to to lead, then we need to have opportunities like that as kids. Or even if it's like, hey, you choose what we're going to eat for dinner tonight, or you choose what you're going to eat for dinner tonight. Right. Um, you can always present options and like, that you know, was my question. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like someone might listen to this and be like, so you just let your kid do whatever the fuck they want. It's like, no, I feel like you give them boundaries. Yeah. I give them, I give her a container to play and choose things within. And it's so funny. You said that because that's what Ryan and I just naturally gravitated towards doing with her. We were just like, hey, here's three things. We can, you know, like in the morning, we can play with your blockaroos. We can paint or we can like play with Frozen or whatever the fuck the other one was. And then she'd be like, okay, let's do this. And then we just put the other things aside and then she'll come up and be like, oh, yeah, Frozen now. And then like switch gears. But what was it? What's her thing? Because I'm so I'm a solar man manifesting generator. What is she? Uh, you're you're a sacral many sacral she is an emotional projector so yes whereas your sacral is navigating you and and you know giving you those impulses in the moment of like yes or no Yeah. yeah her emotions are that driving force for her so really just letting her have her emotional experience. You know, if she's sad, she's sad and, and yeah. support her in that sadness. But we never want to shame, blame, judge or suppress emotions for especially people with these emotional navigating systems because Ooh. that's their messages in life. You know, that's really their um, like communication system to know when something's off or when something is is right for them is their Cute. emotional response around it. So really just want to teach them to be emotionally intelligent and Ooh. to to go with the emotional experience but they might not have that clarity in the moment so maybe they're two <laughs> well they're two yeah. yeah but even when they're, they're 32 or 42 yeah they're not gonna know in the moment like the sacral will like this feels good they will need time so right you know if if in the decision making process oh. um Speaking of, go on, go on. Hi, we're just talking about you. Hi, baby. This is Colette. Can you say hi, Colette? Hi. (laughs) Yeah, right up there. Good one. Wow. So she's about how special you are. She's like a little time. Yeah. So she's she totally is that she totally is that person these days. Would you like to hear? Okay. And that's so funny you said that because um we just had experiences like that recently. This is Colette. Can you hear her? Hi. Can you say hi? Hi. Can you say you did it? She's just like, all right, all right. <laughs> it's so funny because she just had, like I said this morning, like a few, like, I, I don't like calling them breakdowns, but like, 
Oh, okay. Okay. But she just had like a few episodes where she was like, okay, great. Like this is happening or like whatever. And then, um, we were like, okay, we'll just give you some time right now to just do you and then give you a hug, have this emotion and then move on. But it was really interesting stuff. Like she would be like, she's getting like more cognizant now of like things, you know? So it's like, oh, do you want to, um, let's leave daddy to work out. And she'd be like down in the dumps about it. And we're like, it's okay. Like dad's going to work out. Then we can visit him in five. So we had to give her like a little time card mm. where we like kind of had to be like, here's a container. I don't know. It's just so fun. After you told me that the other week, I was like, so true time. Like she needs time to process. I have an emotional, um, project. My daughter's an well, I can't speak. <laughs> I mean, we have been talking for a while and I don't blame you. So thank you for your time. But like... my, my daughter's an emotional projector. And let's say we're going to go out or something and we have a babysitter. I need yeah. to tell her like far in advance yes. so that she can process like her emotions around it and yes. find resolve before we're leaving the house. Yes. Yes. Same with Nova. We started doing that when like a babysitter would come. We're like, guess what's happening today? Today, this is happening. This person's coming over. Mom and dad will be gone. And then she's and then literally when it's time for us to leave, she's like, bye, mom. Bye, dad. Love you. We're like, OK, are you going to come pick us up later with like this mature attitude? <laughs> That's so <laughs> There's wacky. so many like cool parenting hacks, which is like one of the reasons why I just love the system, because like even as a baby, I would say um, in her design, she has um, an undefined ego heart center and like the stomach, the gallbladder and um, the immune system all come out of this center, like on a physical level. Ooh. So when it's undefined, they don't have that energy that's regulating in that area internally. They're getting it from the external world. So um, they're babies that really need a lot of physical contact and like baby wearing <laughs> and hugging. And there we go. <laughs> yeah. That's and they, they need that to help regulate that center so that they can eliminate waste, so that they can digest food so that their immune system can be supported cool. is really just being in the energetics. Um, so I'm not mad about it. I think it's so cute. One yeah, day one, like the human design information can really help. Yeah. You know? And and like up until they're teenagers and then when yeah. they want to understand it themselves, they can use it for their twenties and thirties and like onwards through so their life. Cute. It's really cool. Okay, I know what I'm getting everyone for Christmas this year. Oh my God, what an amazing gift. And also like what a great gift idea for new parents or just a birthday or an anniversary. I don't fucking know. Everything. This is so cool. It's like, here's okay. the instruction manual for your yeah, child. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. Enjoy your lives. Bye. <laughs> Good um, luck. I know that he didn't really consent to it, but like, I have to ask, like, what did you pick up on Ryan? Like, what is he? Like, what's his Let's thing? See. Um, you're consenting Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I do relationship readings and oh family my dynamics too. So oh th my that's God. Like, that's like, I feel like this is going to be like an eight hour podcast. If we keep going, we'll break you down into eight episodes. <laughs> Colette's like, um, I don't have time for this, but I'm just curious to know what his little like title is. Yeah. So he's a pure generator. Oh, pure. Yeah. 
I mean, I've never met him, so I haven't. Um, but th- that means he's he's the sacral as well. So like okay. you, yeah. In that in the moment, sacral yes or no questions are great. Okay. I think we spoke about this, right? Not what yeah. do you want for dinner? Yeah, because that's just too open ended. Yeah. But for sacral, you want to be like, hey, do you want to eat out? Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. And then they get that sensation in their body where it's like, yeah, that feels good. Or yeah. no, I want to stay home. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. So yeah, that's like the biggest hack for a sacral is don't ask open-ended questions. I'm going to pass that on to him because I forgot that information tidbit last time. And I feel like after you told me, I was like, I'm not being asked the right questions, but I'm going to tell him today. <laughs> okay. And, okay. Um, but what's so pure? Like, what does the he, pure mean? So the pure just means sacral. It oh, means that okay. that's okay. His, um, his navigational force. Okay. And his authority in human design um you know it's the center that really aligns us with the right choices okay and takes us away from anything that's not right for us that's totally ryan totally um, ryan oh my god oh you know what's in his son so like we just talked about novas um, yeah. the sun is the center like the core of who we are when you think it's yeah. the center of the solar system it's how we like shine out into the world. Yeah. Um, his is in the gate 27, which is all about nurturing and caring. Totally Ryan. Wow. Totally <laughs> Ryan. He oh, wow. is 180% that person. Wow. Like he takes care of everyone. Like no that way. is him. What's mine? That makes so much sense. Um, yours is one and one is like the <laughs> creative. It's like pure creativity. Okay. Nothing like, to do crea- with like taking care of anything. <laughs> it's about like creating um, creative expression and yeah. individuality. So like your individual sense and what you're here to like, what you create, what you bring out into the world. Yeah. And um bringing new ideas into form. Okay. So that's funny. That's so funny. So Ryan is so Ryan. That's so cute. He's so he's very caring and, um, nurturing. Yeah. Um, he has this channel actually that, um, goes from the 27 to the 50 and the 50 is all about values, like having very strong. That is so Ryan. Values and (gasps) principles and like, you know, being true to your word. Yes. um, and yeah, I mean, wow. The, what's interesting is his incarnation cross is the left angle cross of alignment. And that's really being able to stay calm in unexpected situations. That is, t- oh my God, this is so fucking creepy. Everyone who knows Ryan, who's listening to this is probably like, yes, it's so weird. So I have to ask then like in relation to like traditional horoscope life, right? Like, how, how do we know how, like, like, can we use that as a guiding point too? Cause it, is it, oh, sorry. Is it kind of like, so Ryan's a Taurus. Okay. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a double Scorpio, but Ryan is like my complete, like opposite, like North node person thing. And I know we're not talking about horoscopes and all that stuff, but like, I'm just thinking how it all relates. Like I'm a water sign. He's an earth sign. So it kind of all like culminates into like a pot, right? Because like I feel yeah. like everyone knows about astrology and like horoscopes. Okay. Thank you. But this is like next level because like, holy shit. 
Oh my God. It really is. And I, I do think that it's valuable, like bringing in the horoscope elements because yeah. a pure generator who's a Leo is going to be different to a pure generator who's a Pisces, you know? Yeah. Oh my um, God. I'm sure there are people out there who blend the astrology side of things like even more, more so. Yeah. yeah I work yeah. with the planets, you know, from the human design perspective. Yeah. But I don't have that like thorough understanding and comprehension. Like, I you feel know, like of that the would horoscopes be in the houses. <sighs> yeah. That would be too much. Like that would just, even when I get like my, I had like a birth chart reading before, just a birth chart. And even that was just like, she's like, okay, house four. And like, this is in five. And I'm like, what? Like I was just like, I, I, and I've been reading this stuff forever, but I was just like, this is too much. And she's like, showed me this thing. And it was like, see how these lines are crossing. And I'm like, I feel like I'm doing geometry and my brain is shutting down. Cause it's all like math. Exactly. I, I, I feel like, Tapped now out, I'm, tapped out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and now I know the next book I'm going to buy now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tag me in it. Oh, it's that's like, so I know cute. where this is going. <laughs> oh God. It's so true. It's so true. Well, Colette, like I, this has been so amazing to hear. And like I, we could just keep going and I would burn out and you would burn out, but I need to, I need to just let this like like process. And I'm so glad we did it live like this for a minute so everyone can see it and like hear it. But I mean, segueing out of the episode today, like I have to ask, you know, like we know that you've had a lot of you didn't moments. You've explained them beautifully in your life, aside from having your two wicked kids and like all these adventures you've been on. So I won't ask you that question, but I do want to ask from your experiences, what are maybe three things that you could bestow onto our listeners that are maybe going to be new parents or just like in that realm or their caregivers that could help them a little bit better on their journey? Yeah, definitely. I feel like um, maybe even what I said before about in myself that my daughter didn't need what I needed as a little kid. So sometimes we make that mistake, you know, as parents, we're like, we're going to do all the things our parents never did with us or Mm. for us or, you know, we're going to be what our parents weren't, um, which is great too, right? Because we're repairing, restoring, and improving on our parenting. But then when you actually understand your child from the human design lens and see, oh, but they're different to me. Maybe Mm. they don't need that exact same independence that I needed as a kid. Mm. Maybe they need more codependence or like nurturing Mm. or... Mm -hmm. Um, maybe they're going to be more needy. And um, so I could even use that as an example, I guess. Like, you know, I was very independent as a kid and I needed that freedom. I needed to explore. Whereas Mm -hmm. then I'm trying to give that to my daughter who actually needs more companionship and um, needs more like security and Mm -hmm. safety and Mm -hmm. um, guidance in things. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, the tidbit that like I can really help other parents is just in understanding that we're all wired so differently yeah and there is no judgment on that right like yeah we're all wonderful in our own unique ways and so really understanding the attributes that make yourself wonderful as a parent and your child wonderful in their own individual ways and then seeing how the two can blend together and integrate to make this really cool dynamic yeah um and you know I just I feel like now I 
understand my children. Like I understand them. I'm not trying to make them who they're not. I'm just yeah. supporting them and who they are. Yeah. And also I think there's, that's one other key point to remember is I'm not projecting onto them like, well, this is your design and this is how you should do <laughs> I it. I was just going to say, yeah, those people <laughs> be like, you're raising your kid from a pamphlet. Like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Because <laughs> God knows we're probably going to get those people. That's for sure. But no, it's a guide. It's like a little guiding offshoot choose to use it or not or whatever yeah, yeah okay, I'm observing so them I'm yeah. observing them and their personalities and then having this framework of like okay this is who they are it's almost it's just validation yeah and then I get to support them in that way and um just really help bring out the best and who they're designed to be that's so cute oh my god thank you and then <sighs> I have to I have wow. to say, I don't know like how long this episode is going to be, but full circle yes. to finish from the beginning, like yes. when I was sharing my story, Yes, my own human design journey has brought me back to myself and realizing that, you know, as I love doing this and I'm, def- I'm designed to educate and inform and teach, yeah. music is also such a huge part of my design. And so in understanding myself, it's brought me back to my music again. I and love that. Through following the layers of my design, um, music has resurfaced and now I'm blending all these amazing modalities and energetic and healing um, things that I've studied with my music and my voice again. So that's 11.11 this year is the launch of me coming full circle and blending this journey I've been on the last 10 years. This is so cool. I'd have goosebumps all through my body. And like, also I probably, that must feel so good for you as like a mom and a person and a woman and a partner, because like a lot of conversations I have that we don't really tap into with some of our guests, maybe we will dive deeper one day, but it's just like, who are you as a person now after? Like being a mom Mm. is like, like it's, It's like another conversation piece, but it's just so nice to hear you talk about it so eloquently that like it's like it's incorporating into your life as a mom, as a healer, as a businesswoman and like a part like it's just so great that you have such a nice sense of yourself. You know what I mean? And like that's a big thing for me when I'm looking at people that I engage with on on the work like kind of the work that you do on like a, from like a guiding perspective, I'm like, you don't need to have all your shit together and all your ducks in a row, but I'd like to align with people that are going to help infuse my life a little bit, knowing that they are on their journey too. And like still finding it, but also like you said earlier at peace, right. And like coming from this place of joy, which is what you said about my chart when we talked to us, I was like, oh my God, the word joy it's so great oh my god you guys I sound like a freak on this episode and I love it because like I'm obsessed with this stuff but you need to hit Colette up like wow if you don't get a vibe off her right now that you need to I'm telling you find her she's on Instagram what's your Instagram I'm gonna tag it I didn't memorize Colette Carlson okay Colette Carlson I'm gonna tag it in the link for the podcast everyone and like find her you have a website yeah. It's there. ColetteCarlson.com. ColetteCarlson.com. Wow. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you. I love this conversation. I feel like we uh. are going to hang out in person. <laughs> we'll have our little projectors hanging out together. 
<laughs> oh my God. We'll have our sage sticks and our yes, crystals. Yes. I'll bring some cedar, <laughs> throw that shit in. But I do need to book another session with you, like off the record. I want to get all this out. I want to like, I want Ryan to hear some of it too. He's probably going to be like, ooh. He's all, or he's going to be like, yeah, okay, I already know that. But that's so rad. I can't Thank wait you. to meet him too and just like yeah. <laughs> see how his design is expressed. And it's it's he seems like a really great guy, just like a real caretaker yeah. and like steady, yeah. calm, like, you know, in like, I don't know, just a stable, secure, yeah, like principled person. He's and this super is just is. Yeah. Just from what I've seen on, yeah. on this chart. Literally, Ryan. <laughs> I, I make fun of it sometimes because I'm like, we'll be at a concert and I'm just like, are you having fun? Like, he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like, he'll just be processing it. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like, Ryan, are you even having a good time? And he's like, yeah, I'm having a great time. Except when you're yelling at me about not having a good time. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so funny. I've had that exact conversation with my husband. (laughs) Like, I'm like, let's go to Coachella. And he's like, you can go. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Going by myself. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much. You are so lovely. Like, I don't know. Everything that you say just makes so much sense the way you explain it. Like, you have such a way of speaking and having it land like it makes sense um well to me anyway but i am so glad we got to meet and i can't wait to do it again me too thank you, you did it you did it you did it <laughs> awesome thanks colette thank you so much so nice chatting with you you do enjoy your day you do thank you bye I think I need to have her back for a part two. As I mentioned, this thing is so detailed and mind-blowing, and I wish that you guys can get a reading done. And heck, the best way to do that is to book with her. You can find her on her Instagram account. Check out her website. I'll link everything below in the podcast description. But please give her a shout-out, a follow, a like. And if you enjoyed this podcast, do the same. Like it, share it, download it, and don't forget to subscribe. Tune in next week as I bring you another guest on You Did It, the podcast. Have a good one. You did it. I did it. <laughs>